This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. So today I want to talk about um, why it's so hard for us to be vulnerable and open about struggle, right? So if we're having a hard time with something, if we're struggling in our marriage, struggling in our parenting, struggling in our job, struggling with health, struggling with mental health, relationships, anything, so many people have a hard time showing that, admitting that, you know, it's kind of goes back to the whole thing of social media. You know, we've talked before and I'm sure you um, have had lots of conversations about this in your own life where we look at social media and we look at how people just post the best of everything, right? They, they put all the happiness and the joy that they experience, but they don't really talk about the struggles. Some people do, but most people really just share the good stuff. And um, it just kind of, I think for us as, as a society, as people, we don't want to admit when we're having a difficult time. And there are so many reasons. And so I've narrowed it down. I've actually written a few points that I want to um, make sure I go over with you just as reasons that I think are the main kind of general uh, go-tos for why people struggle to be honest and open. And it's, I'm not saying honest in the sense that you're lying to people. I'm just saying that you're, we struggle so much to just show that um like I said, that vulnerability, but that, you know, we, a lot of people perceive it as a weakness, that if I'm struggling with something, then it's a weakness. But what we forget is that everyone is living life. Everyone's struggles are different. You know, they're unique to their situation, but we all, as people experience difficulty, we all struggle. We all go through hardship, whether it's small or large, you know, we all experience loss. We all experience stress. We all experience sadness and happiness and fear and worry. Like these are just human emotions that we all have. There's not a single person in this world that is insulated from experiencing life and stress and emotion unless they completely live isolated from the world in some forest treehouse somewhere. But Everyone who lives, everyone who interacts with other people, everyone who has a relationship with someone, anyone who has had any kind of experience in society experiences difficulty. You know, um, any given day, you can think of someone that you know that is having a hard time with their home life or their work life. And, and for us to think that we are alone in this or for us to think that we don't want to show our um, struggles to other people is not fair to us because then we are doing that with the assumption that either people won't understand or people will judge us or maybe we will be perceived a certain way. But the reality is, and I I, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm great at this either. I I don't go around talking about my difficulties. You know, I'll share some things with you in general, but like I don't, unless people are in my super close circle of friends, Um, no, I don't talk about things that I really struggle with, but you know, I think 
it's always harder when we're having to share struggles or think about struggles with like our kids, marriage, like something that is so vulnerable in life or something that we have this perception that society has expectations or standards. And that like, if your kid is not doing exactly what other kids need to be doing, or if your friend's child is measuring uh, higher academically or in development is doing something, then it might be really, really hard for you to admit that your kid is going through something or that your kid is not measuring up on something. That feels very personal. And I think a lot of the times it's even harder for us to admit weakness, so to speak, or, um, or just difficulty in a category of our lives that is more visible, right? So if someone doesn't tell you that they're going through something internally, then you wouldn't know whether they tell you or not you're going to see it. But if their kid is displaying some kind of difference or issue, then you're going to notice that. But if it's something that is not noticeable as much or, you know, maybe uh, on the surface, it looks like everything is fine, but really beneath the surface, there are struggles that might be harder to share because we as a society, I think we unfortunately compare ourselves a lot and we compare ourselves to other people or people that we know, people we don't know online, all the things. So there are lots of reasons that we don't want to be open and vulnerable about why we struggle. But I'm going to go through a little list with you about, I think, some of the main reasons that we do. So number one, fear of judgment and stigma. I think that it is very, um, again, in our society, we are afraid of being judged by others that we, you know, we're being, we're afraid of being judged that we don't have the perfect family, perfect life, perfect marriage, um, whatever perfect means. But I think there is this fear of judgment and fear of stigma that we don't measure up somehow. There's a society, there are societal expectations and there's this fear that if we're not seen as adequate, um, then where something is wrong with us, you know? And so it, it makes us feel like we don't want to admit that. Number two, pressure to conform to social norms. So I think that those, the pressure of, um, having to appear a certain way to measure success or happiness, especially on social media, like I said, um, then it feels like we're deviating from those norms. So let's say that, um, you know, if you hear of other people or you look at your social media and, um, kids are, you know, the boys are doing sports and the, that, you know, all the, all your friends, boys are playing sports and they're all doing well together, but your kid has zero interest in sports. Well, that might be a societal norm that you feel like, well, I'm, I'm, my kid's different. You know, all these other boys like to do this thing or all these other girls like to do this thing, but my kid doesn't fit into that. Now I feel like I'm uncomfortable because I don't want people to think there's something wrong or something like that. Number three, um, self-perception and shame. This is a really, really big one. But I think sometimes that, um, you know, there are certain areas in life that if we're struggling with those, then that might bring up something personal that we are uh, dealing with, whether current dealing or past. You know, if you have an insecurity from your childhood or your past, you know, family of origin or something that's going on now that if you feel like if, if you let people see that you are struggling with something, you might feel a lot of shame within yourself or you, they might not even be judging you. It might not be something that is a judgmental issue or that no one would be thinking anything negative, but because you have your own, um, 
self-perception issues around this, if you have an insecurity around a certain topic that could be very normal that everyone experiences, you might be able to look at other people struggle with that and think that's normal. But for some reason with yourself, you just see yourself differently. The expectations you have on yourself are not fair. And so you might experience a lot of that shame um, or kind of that um, self-created image pressure based on your your own stuff. Um, Okay, number four, vulnerability and fear of rejection. So admitting struggles requires vulnerability. I've already said that, but it can be really scary if you're not sure if the people you have in your life are going to accept you if you share this thing. So you might share something that you've experienced, maybe a trauma in your past or a behavior. Maybe you've made a really bad choice in the past and now you are sharing with someone that you did this or maybe it's a bad choice now and you're trying to open up to someone close to you well if you not if you're not sure if that person's going to accept you um, then that fear of rejection is going to play a big role in you keeping your struggles very private not letting anyone see it it could be a friend a loved one anything um, and so you know that could be a big reason why people generally stay quiet now that perception of rejection could be real or imagined it could be you know this person has certain opinions or beliefs that are going to clash with what you're telling them. Or it could just be a fear based on just it's a big deal and you just don't know how people are going to react. Um, okay, number five, desire to protect loved ones. So we don't want people to worry about us, right? The people we love, the people we care about, sometimes we don't want to tell them that we're going through something hard because we don't want them to worry. We don't want them to be you know, burdened with this thing. And a lot of the times, you know, the reality is that when we tell people, they just want to help us and they want to be there for us. But it's hard to, I don't know, it's, it's, if you're a very caring person and you're someone that worries about the people in your life, then you might feel like telling them would lead to stress in their life. Now, if you reverse that, most likely if they were to tell you something even huge, you would never see it as a burden. You would never see it as a negative. You would just be so happy that they're open and honest and now you can help them. But when it's us having to share our stuff, a lot of the times we worry that we're going to burden someone. So that's one of the reasons. All right, number six, six, comparison and competition. So a lot of the times, like I said earlier, we compare ourselves to others. Uh, we feel inadequate if uh, others, if we see that others are doing better than us. So if we admit that we're struggling, it can just feel like we're admitting defeat in this competitive environment that is, you know, the world, social media, all these things. And so there are some people that are really comfortable admitting that they're struggling because they want the support, but people who are in kind of by nature very competitive, then they're going to be really careful about showing that they are going through something difficult or showing that they're struggling because then you never know if you have someone in your life that's equally competitive, this might be something that you guys actually use against each other. Hopefully you don't have that. But in a general world, I think it's normal to have this comparing and competing thing that happens. Sometimes we know we're doing it. Sometimes it's unintentional. It's just this feeling where we look and we question or we hold ourselves up like we we measure ourselves against other people's situations. 
So, okay, next, number seven. Um, I think sometimes it's cultural or gender expectations, right? So if you feel like you're supposed to be doing a certain thing because that is what your culture expects or that is what your family expects or that is what's expected of your role as a mom, as a wife, as a man, as a woman, then it's really hard to admit that you're struggling. So like we see a lot of men that struggle with admitting um, that they're struggling with something because that could be perceived as a weakness, that men aren't supposed to cry, men aren't supposed to express difficulty, men are supposed to be strong, leaders of the family and all of those things. And so there's a lot of times where men especially are very closed off. They don't seek counseling and support as often as women do. Um, They're more likely to internalize and maybe find a different coping skill like maybe drinking or, you know, some kind of negative thing that just will numb that struggle uh, because expressing it isn't accepted. Um, Same with you know, uh, moms, for example, uh, I've had worked with parents, you know, moms who um, have kids and really don't enjoy being parents. They don't, they're, they don't like the role. They, they feel like they shouldn't have been a mom. Well, it's too late. They have kids, but they don't ever want to admit to anyone in their family or in their life that they don't love being a parent. I mean, that is just difficult and, and vulnerable and in a lot of ways shameful for people to admit because they're going to get judged. And the reality is someone actually will judge that, but they have no one to turn to because they're fearful of that judgment. They're fearful of those expectations and norms that they don't fit those things. So not fitting expectations is a big thing. All right, number eight, fear of change or loss. So if we acknowledge that we're struggling, then that usually means that we need to do something about it. We need to change something to fix it, reduce the struggle, do something different to make it better. But it's really scary for a lot of people. People can be really scared of the changes that dealing with their problem might bring. So if someone has an issue in their marriage and they're really unhappy, well, if they admit that that's something that's going on, if they tell a family member or a friend or they seek counseling, well, then now they're going to be put in a position where it's like, okay, well, then what are you going to do about it? Well, the doing about it part could be very, very scary because it could entail, um, you know, uh, wanting to get support or help counseling when your spouse is not interested in doing that. Maybe it's going to lead to a divorce or a separation or some kind of end to the relationship. Maybe now the kids are going to be affected. Maybe the family isn't going to support you because you've done something, whatever. Like, So many things can change and that fear of change or the loss, right? So if you admit that you're struggling with this and it does lead to an end, that is, that is devastating. It's very difficult to lose a marriage. Even if you're unhappy, that's still complete life change. It flips everything upside down. So some people will just sit with their struggle and keep it internalized because they don't want to have to face that change or that loss. As awful as this is, it's familiar it's settled. So if I, you know, bring it out to the surface, yes, it could get better, but with the improvement could come change or loss. And that is very difficult. Number nine, lack of awareness or acceptance. So uh, some people may not really understand that they're struggling. They may not realize the extent of their struggles. They could just be having a difficulty, 
but not recognizing that there's a cause of it or an issue that is leading to this difficulty. So some people don't have self-awareness and some people know and they're just in denial. They don't want to deal it. They're avoiding it on purpose. And so they shove all those things deep down and could again be maybe um, coping with a negative thing like alcohol or drugs or something like that. Um, But I think a lot of people just, you know, ignore and move on. They just uh, feel unhappy or feel like they're struggling, but they don't really, um, they don't take the time to look at it, to really figure out what's going on. Um, okay. Let's see. I think I've got one more for you. Okay. Number 10, previous negative experiences. So if you've ever opened up about a struggle, shared and been vulnerable with someone, a family member, a friend or someone about your difficulty, and you did not have a good experience and they maybe rejected you or invalidated you or just somehow made you feel bad about being honest and open about your challenges, then you probably aren't going to be very eager to do that again. You're going to feel like you don't trust people. You're going to feel like there isn't anyone in your life that's going to really be there for you because you might have trusted someone that you thought for sure would support you because of who they are. And if that didn't go well, then you probably aren't going to find it in you to put yourself in that situation again, to be vulnerable again. So it can make you really scared, to be honest. So um, I threw 10 things at you, 10 reasons that are kind of common reasons that people might not want to be open about needing help, not want to be sharing that they are struggling and they need support. And as I was saying those things to you and describing them to you, if you heard anything in there that resonates with you, that feels like maybe that is something that you experience, it's just good self-awareness. I just want you to think about it. I just really want you to be mindful of the fact that you're not alone. A lot of people experience these things. Um, And, but it's also in your control to do something about it. So Getting things out, getting things off our chests and out of our hearts and out of our minds is super important. We just cannot live healthy lives if we're carrying struggle and burden with us every day, in, you know, day in and day out with no um, relief and no one to share this with. And so I don't want you to take these things like, oh, that's me. I hold people in because I've had this bad experience. Okay, that's step one. Step two is what are you going to do about it? How are you going to try not to fit in that category and maybe work towards building more trusting relationships or really looking at the relationships you have and recognizing that maybe you're holding yourself back because of your own thing, your own history, not because this person can't be trusted. That's just an example. But either way, I don't want you to be in that category of, I'm the kind of person that struggles and keep it, keeps it private. I want you to be very obviously smart with who you share your stuff with. Don't just, you know, blast your struggles out to the world. Don't put it on social media. That's, you know, a little too much, but being vulnerable and honest, like even if on social media, you said, Hey, I am having a hard time. Parenting is difficult. Like that's honest. But if you go out there and overshare all of your stuff, that's not healthy. So find that middle ground where you're not holding things in all the time, but you're also not inappropriately sharing your personal family business with other people. Um, Live in that middle space where you find the people that you can trust. You build those relationships with people that you can be open with, 
you nurture that and that you live a life of shared, you know, shared stress, I guess, like you share it with someone else, it makes it a little bit easier, but then you just have support. So I hope that was helpful to you. And I will wrap up here and then I will talk to you next time. Have a great week. Bye.